Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast, an unofficial Sex and the City podcast, hosted by Paige Clarno and Joe Daniel Montalongo. You did the same thing! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to I Couldn't Help But Podcast, a podcast mm-hmm. I can't help but talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> all the time, all day, every day. Except for this episode, I don't have a lot of shit talk. No, I love this episode. So, um, yeah, this is episode eight of season two, The Man, the Myth, the Viagra. Uh, The girls discuss urban relationship myths. Samantha starts hanging out with a millionaire who is 72, but a young 72. Mm. And Miranda hooks up with a bartender who's actually a nice guy. (gasps) Uh, But before we get into that, Paige, relationship update. What's happening? What's the 411? What's the hot gossip? Um, So, relationship update. A new dude has a bunch of um, stuff going on this week. So... I don't get to see him. Yeah, it's okay though. How's your relationship? My relationship is super sick. Why? Because I have a boyfriend who's kind of cute, who's kind of funny, who is kind of really amazing, and he just supports everything that I do. In fact, he's here on the podcast. Say hi, challenge. Just kinda. <laughs> That's the way to start. There you go. Hi. Perfect relationship goals. Challenge, tell us about your relationship update. That's <laughs> all right. There it is. There it is. Just kind of good, you know. Perfect. We figured we'd bring in challenge so we could talk about the man, the myth, and Viagra. And over the course of this episode, we're gonna figure out which one of us is which. Yay! I Tag yourself. <laughs> You're the myth. Yes. Oh, and technically I should be the myth. Why? Myth. What are you gonna Like MS, like Ms. Oh, but with the lift. Yeah, uh, with the lift. Oh, joke symposium, everybody. Nine joke, o'clock. Joke symposium. Thank you, Ian Sorensen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, this episode begins with um, Big and Carrie walking into an Italian restaurant where the host speaks Spanish. like they walked in and i swear to god he said como estas and i'm like i realize that it's similar in italian but i don't think it's exactly the same (laughs) i'm not sure what happened with that i mean it's a bunch of white people like writing about white people i'm sure they just like google translate no they didn't have google translate (laughs) they didn't have google translate so that's why they only had fiona apple (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so they they go into the restaurant they sit down and they're having fun and uh big introduces carrie as his girlfriend (gasps) and i missed it (laughs) (laughs) it was like (gasps) and i was like what happened what what yeah i was totally like I just thought it was normal. No. So, update. Challen has not seen an episode of Sex and the City ever. (laughs) I wrote a note about this. I've listened to 1.5 seasons and watched one ep, and I'm already over big. (laughs) Just wait. We have six seasons of this. And he was was charming as balls in this episode, so... As charming. Yeah. As charming as... I think he just made Carrie less annoying, so that's what made us like him this episode. He sang to her. So? Cute. It was a little weird. It was. for It was very out of character for Big. In fact, I have a note that said, Big can sing in public to Carrie? <laughs> All those three things. They're like, um... See, if we would have started out with a Michael Patrick King Big... 
their relationship would have developed a lot better. Right. And it would have made more sense. I feel like this big was the most developed actual person that we've seen so far watching the show. Episodes. Yeah, watching the show. Um, and I just, I'm, I'm still just so excited though. I'm like, he Connor's growing so cute. Which has been a big struggle for Carrie, who's always like, what are we? And he's always like, bitch. Right. Well, and that's like. It doesn't matter. <laughs> And here's, like, speaking from a woman, we always have to have, like, these, like, definitions on it. Like, what exactly is it? And I know. <laughs> I rolled <Jamie>. my eyes. <laughs> Actually, like, I made this, like, ugly face that yeah. had, like, one half eyelid closed. The other one was, like, freaking out. And my eyes were, like, rolling. Yeah. But, no, it's true. We just want to know, like, where we stand on things. We just want to know. Which is fair. Like... You know, with my current guy, it was, like, really weird in my head for a while because I'm like, are we a thing? What are we? Because we were, like, flirting and everything was, like, super fun and great, but there was no physicality with him at all. Like, he wasn't making a move, and I was like, are are we still friends? (laughs) Are we only friends? Are we only friends? What are we? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? Who is this? Maybe I should take him to an Italian restaurant where they speak Spanish and see how he introduces me. Perfect. That's how it is. You just have to get an introduction. Right. Which sucks because I'd be like, oh, this is Paige. Yep. I don't have to talk about my relation. I'd be like, oh, this is Chalad. Yeah. I'd be I like, know. cool. We went to an Italian restaurant one time. For we did, and there was a guy right? singing. Yeah. That was so awkward. He kept on trying to give me eye contact, and I was oh, not about it. He also came creepy. up to our table, and he was just like, oh, people love this. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I just want my We're food to be been here for an <laughs> And I want to listen to Joe. Yeah. It, was, it was a tough time. I Yeah, I hate restaurants like that, where it's like there's a act that you feel like you need to pay attention to i appreciate it if it's in a corner and the act stays in the corner i don't need a traveling performer yeah. i don't be interactive yeah the traveling motherfucker i'm trying to chow down do not talk to me i will mm-hmm. not be cute i barely talk to child when we go to dinner because i'm like oh. <laughs> child if i say to you at a restaurant what would you do i would just <laughs> hide under <laughs> <laughs> the table and i wouldn't come out and I'd probably bring my food under there because I'd be hungry and I'd just eat underneath the table and then I'd be like, okay, well, like, give the check to him and then I'd leave. <laughs> I'm going to wait in the car. Gorgeous. <laughs> hey, if you got sung at a restaurant, how would you respond? I would be mortified. Seriously, that's, that's not attractive. That's so, like, all of, like, the attention being paid to me. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm an attention whore but. in my own way. Got it. I like to be paid attention to on like a one-on-one basis. Like even you two staring at me as I'm talking right now is making me uncomfortable. I'm like, that's too much. But if it's like <laughs> one-on-one person, I'm like, bitch, pay attention to me. Got it. <laughs> if I was yeah. uncomfortable with the old man saying to me that I didn't know, I just can't imagine Joe doing that to me. Oh, because you know it'd be a full fucking spectacle. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially with you. There'd be lights, <laughs> there'd be backup singers, mm-hmm. there'd be a saxophone solo, there'd probably be like a... Now I'm gonna say something and you guys repeat it. Hey. Oh my god, oh, yes. Hey. Audience <laughs> interaction? Uh-uh. Oh, I'd be here for it. I'd be lounging on tables. <laughs> you would. It would. Be- I, and I would still find places to, like just like pick up people's food. Like, oh, this looks delicious. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Delightful. So, yes. um, the one time that I've appreciated someone singing to their significant other was in Scream 2, which is a weird thing to bring up, but it 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 wasn't played as suave or cute, or it was cute. It wasn't played as suave or like a, look what I'm doing to impress you. It was Nev Campbell's boyfriend, Nev Campbell's character's boyfriend, 
who they're kind of separating because she wants to protect him and she's like just don't be close to me because people are literally getting killed around me and he's like no but like I like you like I want to do this mm-hmm. and then he sings David Cassidy's I Think I Love You which like is one of my favorite songs of all time and he sings it in like their university cafeteria and he sings so bad and it's Jerry O'Connell Jerry O'Connell Jerry O'Connell Jerry O'Connell Jerry O'Connell and he's singing so bad and then she's just like so embarrassed because she's super shy and then like the entire like cafeteria is like into it and I'm like oh that's fun this I like this this was cute because it's not supposed to it wasn't suave it was just like a I'm gonna take a chance because things are going on and you need a break and this could potentially make you feel better. Oh, see, I that's sometimes that's super cute. See, the only time that I think that I would accept any sort of like public song singing to me is if it was Heath Ledger in Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, and that was the worst. I love that. It was so that cute. was the worst. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So have you seen 10 Things I Hate About You? No. Oh, you have uh, to watch it so Julia Stiles is, like, doing soccer practice. It's based off of the taming of the shrew. You mm-hmm. like Shakespeare. Yeah. So it's that, but modern. And she's, like, doing soccer practice, and Heath Ledger breaks into, like, this sound box that, like, is around the field, and he sings... Um, can't Take My Eyes Off You. Can't Take My Eyes Off of You, like, to her, like, calling her out, and she's like, motherfucker, I am trying to practice. <laughs> I am focusing on me. And she's already, like, anti-Heath yeah. Ledger. So mm-hmm. for him to do that, I was like, no! What are you doing? <laughs> and he had the band play it too. It was so cute. And he did acapella for like a couple of lines, and then they were all. Da, 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 da. We, we don't, don't have the rights. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving past anyway. this beautiful scene. Yeah, the scene was wacky and out of nowhere. And speaking of wacky scene. and out of nowhere, let's talk about male comedians. There you go. Let's talk about how bad are male comedians. Male comedians are so bad that we make fun of them on Sex and the City. Ooh, and for Sex and the City to call you out, like, they don't have a foot to yeah. sit Yeah, and this is, like, this is, like, 1990s Laugh Factory awful. Like, why are they there? I don't understand. This I don't is and why are they be... always the same type of humor? Like, I think there are definitely exceptions, but it's always them being loud for some reason. Yes. They always have to talk about their balls. Yes. And, and they have to make fun of somebody. Right. And they always have to, like, hump the air. Mm, not Ugh. cute. Yeah, I went to terrible. the festival where the utility players were performing, and we, our set, our comedy set was right after a male comedian, and we had a female comedian in our troupe. She's like, "Can I please avoid this? Can I just get there when it's time for us to go? I don't want to be there earlier." And we're like, "No, like just give him a chance. Like it'll be fun." The comedian supporting comedian, and we got there, and he was talking about his fucking dick. He was saying fuck a lot. He was, like, screaming into the microphone for no reason. Mm. He was doing a really shitty, like, Matthew McConaughey impression. <laughs> and then our friend was like, this this is what I gave a chance for? Okay, cool. And then we were doing Hollywood Squares, so we needed people to fill in. So we got the male comedians who had performed. And some of them were super cool. Some of them were super, like, legit and on top of it. And there was this guy who was hitting on that same female performer. Of course. Who didn't understand what's happening, drunk out of his mind. And a couple other ones who just did not get it because it wasn't about them. Did she just punch him right in the dick? No. Hmm. She should have. It would have been okay. I mean, with all the talk that she spews about smashing the patriarchy, she got <laughs> she got the opportunity and she didn't take it. There you go. Not going to say Sandy names, but... No, I'm not. I'm not Cheryl, called. it's time for you to say <laughs> Cheryl's weekend would have been complete with the punch of the day. It would be amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this comedy club is god-awful. Miranda is there. 
and, on a date. And on a date. And the comedian starts heckling her because her date's phone is ringing while he goes to the bathroom. And I'm sorry. That's, I'm sorry. That's not a thing that happens. You just ignore it. Even in the 90s, if a phone rang, we would ignore it. Until it stopped ringing. And then we would go on with our lives. Like, <laughs> like calling, calling her out like it's her phone. And then, like, making her answer it. And... Like, having it be his wife or whatever, like, it was just so contrived. But it was also a comedy club, and I feel like comedians talk to the audience more than, like, a play, you know? Mm-hmm. They do, but... So I can see how it could happen. But they but don't heckle the audience. Yeah, like, you don't uh, alienate your audience. Like, we're like alienating that. all of the male comedians who listen to our podcast. Right. <laughs> just kidding, they're busy running their own. Oh! Ah! Not cute. No. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly like that. As a matter of fact. As a matter of fact. So Miranda <laughs> finds out because the guy heckles her into answering her date cell phone that the guy is still married. Yeah. And then she's like, you know what? Fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Well, he's like, we're separated, and she's like, no, we're separated. This is us separating, and she leaves. With that, I didn't like that line. I was like, you, you could have just left it as we're separating, and just yeah. left. You don't have to add to it. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me, and I'm a little a little triggered. <laughs> well, all a little triggered by by that, just because like I I am separated, mm-hmm. and I will be getting a divorce, and it really was just a a matter of getting enough money to get a divorce, and like, does that mean that I should just like not date and not put myself out there until a piece of paper is signed? Mm. I think that's kind of bullshit. Someone that I work with had the best thing about or against marriage because they they were like, I don't want to bet half of my stuff that we're going to make it until death. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that is beautiful. That's why you keep it separate. <laughs> Prenup, up. Keep everything separate. No joint bank accounts. Don't mm. live together. It's again, it's I'm, I'm going to pull it out again. But when Harry met Sally, <laughs> when Harry's like, like, do me a favor, put your names in your books now, because you don't want to fight about this later. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I don't, I, this is the only time when I, no, that's not true. I have to take that back. <laughs> I'm like, this is the only time when I don't agree with Miranda, and I'm like, that is so not, that's categorically untrue. I can't believe I even thought that. Which is weird, because usually sense. we do agree with her. Usually she's right, albeit a little bit harsh. She's a bitch. But but, she, but most of the time she's right. She was fucking wrong in like almost a hundred percent of this episode. She was on a tirade this episode, starting with this guy, yep. working her way up to big, mm-hmm. which will come later. Yeah. But she was just on a fucking tirade, which sucks because this episode had some good things to deliver for her, and she mm-hmm. was not picking up. Yeah. So the girls discuss different um, myths or legends that they hear about the dating world, like so-and-so's friend so-and-so lived happily ever after once and um so of course carrie poses the question that's essentially boils down to do we need myths to believe in true love so what do you think challenge oh you're looking at me okay (laughs) um do we need myths to believe in true love like i think are we willing to believe anything to date yeah oh Okay, um, 
I know for me, I look at the myths and I'm like, ooh, is that true? Is that not? And then I'll test it out and then that's how I know that's probably not true. <laughs> um, but like, then you just find that <laughs> realistic version of it and that's what you have to believe. Mm, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think that there are people out there who not necessarily will believe anything, but will get tunnel vision when it comes to dating. Mm -hmm. So they'll be like, okay, this person checks off this box, this box, this box. Maybe not all the boxes, but enough. And then you're like, okay, well, you know what? I will never find the perfect person. So they've checked up enough boxes. Perfect. Let's just go with them. And they'll ignore things that are kind of against it. So not really people are liars and they're trying to just get by, but people, people want to be happy. And that's, nothing against them like obviously everybody wants to be happy but they want to be happy to an extent that they're willing to avoid things that can make them unhappy or negative things especially if it's a break like right now i have a friend who they're feeling lonely they're feeling kind of sad and at this point they're just like oh someone's nice to me i want to like go on a date with them and like see where that goes despite them like yeah they're nice to you but like are they interested in you do they treat you well outside of just being polite to you. Why you gotta call me out like that? <laughs> <laughs> At page one, though. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like <clears throat> like a lot of this stuff and maybe it's just because we're in the theater world um, but I feel like there's a lot of does life imitate art or does art imitate life? when it comes to us because we're dramatic, right? Hella. Like, I'm not going to pretend like I did not have a breakup kiss in the rain. I have because I'm dramatic. A breakup kiss in the rain? Mm-hmm. How where it was, planned for where that? Where it was like, the, it just was raining and it was beautiful. I oh, that's so, so you knew. You're like, this is a sign. It I started raining up. and I'm like, God, I've got to break up with him tonight. Tonight's the night. Tell me can't hang out if it's raining. <laughs> Tell me cannot hang out if it's raining. <laughs> Check the weather forecast mm. now. No, it just happened. It really did. Like, and it was gorgeous and beautiful and amazing. And I've had other type of interactions with guys that have been that beautiful, wonderful, amazing, but also like, like JD says all the time, actors are garbage. The worst. <laughs> Don't date actors. Don't date actors. But also they're kind of the exciting ones too, because then, you know. They they pretend with you. <laughs> they're on the, they're on, they're ready. The, this they're is the ready. role they were born this to play was, yeah, exactly. until they're bored of it right? or until they don't get their standing ovation. They're like, anyways, I'm out. Time yeah. to move on. And you know what? Sometimes you have to believe in the myths in order to go on with the rest of your life to be able to to be like happy and content and to maybe watch an episode of the sex in the city and not be constantly reminded of who the president of the United States is right triggered. now. <laughs> That's like literally my note is triggered challenge about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is having a business meeting with some old dude. His name's Ed. Ed. I, I wrote it down. I put a star next to his name and then I underlined <laughs> it and it's all in capitals and it's next somebody's point right next to it. I didn't even write Trump's name. I did T... Asterisk, 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 P. Is that the... I did, I did D, Trump. <laughs> okay, that's the right amount of asterisks, I thought. <laughs> I was like, what are you asking me? Yeah, that's his name. Okay. Yeah, yeah so he's... Um, Ed and, and, and D, Trump are having a business meeting 
while uh, Samantha is having a after work cocktail, like it's some bubble bath that she indulges in. None of these motherfuckers go to work. I mean, technically, Samantha isn't seen going to work. I think in the movies you see her working yes. more. Um, but she, yeah, no one goes to work. No one goes to work. They're always at brunch. They always have time for brunch. <laughs> yeah. They're always grabbing drinks at any point of the day. There Literally. is sunlight outside. Yeah, for sure. At any given point that they're hanging out. Like, mm-hmm. how yeah, the fuck do y'all afford to go to all these places? Right. What kind of freelancing shit y'all doing? Where do I sign up? Right. I would love to go to brunch and just talk about my problems. Doesn't yeah. Carrie just work from home? She does. She does. Okay. So hers is understandable. <clears throat> Charlotte runs the art gallery. Mm-hmm. Miranda's a lawyer. And then Samantha's a PR... Maven. <laughs> <laughs> a public relations officer. A no. public relations manager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's... Oh. Yeah. It's like Miranda should not be hanging out with any of them. That bitch is busy. Yeah, Miranda busy. Should, should not be having any time to date whatsoever. But you know, that's just whatever. Anyways, uh, Donald Trump then, leaves, yeah. and then the show becomes better. Yeah. And then, and then Ed, the, the silver fox, makes <laughs> makes Samantha silver fox hunter. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're gross. They have like oh, like it's not a meat cute. It's a meat. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell that, please? Just, you know. <laughs> you just know. Just, 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 uh, you'll, we'll, we'll put it in the description. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, like, hits on her and it's gross and I don't even want to talk about it. Okay, I but I do want to talk about it because, one, if you come up to me at a bar and you're like, can I buy you a drink? And then I'm immediately disinterested and I'm like, I already have one, thank you. And then you're like, can I buy you an island? Mm. 100%, I'm dropping my drink. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to face you and be like, okay. Okay. Can you? I give up. Talk can to me. You? What's your name? What's your social? What's up? What's going on? What's your social? That's the best pick up thing. I would do that. Like, give me your like, credit card. Trying to pick up people. That's Even if you could advise them on an island, that'd be a great way to start a conversation. Because I'd be like, buy me an island. Bitch, I'm broke. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, yeah, it was still just a meat. A meat. <laughs> it was gross. I didn't like it. Um, all right. Are you done talking? You about look it? physically disgusted. Why I, are you so upset? Because he was so smarmy. It has nothing to... to do with his age. It has everything to do with how, okay. like, the lines he's using. He was gross. I was here for it. Well, at least you. he looked kind of attractive. There are some sugar daddies Fair. out there that are really creepy. Yeah. Also, by the way, if anyone is looking for a sugar baby, I'm currently available. Me too. <laughs> Me we can come as a package deal if you're interested. Two for one special. <laughs> You can send us an email at I couldn't help a podcast <laughs> at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter, we surround Chanel and Instagram. Where you can find <laughs> photos of us. So you can see if that's what you're into. Cute. So <laughs> yeah. just clicked and we There's nobody we in did. the Reno area though. No. I mean I've there checked. is. But they're weird. They're weird. Yeah. They're that's why wrong. they have to pay people to like them. Oh. Sorry. You I didn't it. say you that. You ruined it. No, I take it back. Yeah, Steven. No. no. <laughs> Steven, cut that out. No, sorry. That's over. Um, so anyway, uh, so Samantha runs off with Ed. Um, and it's so funny because the, so the next scene is Big and Carrie having a cute little coupley night. And she's like, I want you to, to meet the girls. And he's like, okay. And I was like, Okay, first of all, that was way too easy. Okay, first of all, you're lying. And um, <laughs> second it, of all, big, who is this? It was so funny because actually, I had this like um, this morning, 
when one of our friends said about my new guy. So she's like, so when are we meeting him? And I was like, I don't know, probably never. (laughs) (laughs) He's super busy all the time. I'm like, bitch, I barely know him. I'm not going to introduce him to you. Like, you could have got time for that. My favorite part about the scene was the fact that Chalon, who has never seen the show before, had asked at the beginning, he's like, okay, who's who? Carrie's this one, Charlotte's this one. And then I was like, and then I filled him in on the rest. And then during this scene where Carrie's like, I want you to meet my friends, he's like, oh, I know your friends. Miranda's the redhead, Charlotte's the (laughs) brunette, and Samantha's trouble. (laughs) And then Paige is just like, there you go. Paige is mansplaining for you, Challen. There you go. (laughs) I I wrote that down, too. And then I was also trying to figure out which one of the girls was, like, the girls from Gossip Girl, and I couldn't figure it out. Please leave. Yeah, no, that's not comparable. I know, it wasn't. I was really disappointed. Mm -mm. Just just because it's New York doesn't mean that it's all Gossip Girl. At my store, we sell sex toys called Gossip. And I was like, oh, these seem interesting. And, like, some of them have weird patterns. And I was like, okay, cool. But some of them have, like, actual names. Hmm. And it's Jenny, Blair, Serena, and Vanessa. Shut and I was up. like... Shut up. I think this falls under fair use, but also I'm triggered. Yeah. <laughs> Can no. I have the Blair one just to, like... Nope. Use it as a talking point? A talking point for what? Uh, to whenever hold. my friends come over, I'll just, like, put it right up on my, like, kitchen counter and just be like, oh, look at that. That's... It's Gossip Girl. Is there a butt plug that's just called Dan? (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So anyway, so he agrees to to meet the girls, and they're all super cute, and then she gets a phone call from Miranda. Oh, no, Miranda. And Miranda's like, bitch, where are you? Which, fair. I mean, this is not the time of, like, social media updates and, like, you know, I just checked your, you no know, snap your snap maps yet. Right. No oh, snap maps. No. Snap maps is weird, but I'm also, I'm leaving my location on, and I don't know why. It just makes me feel alive. I, yeah, did I screenshotted, shotted. A I screenshot. I screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I screenshotted a picture of the snap map map with joe and like one of my other friends and i sent it to him and i was like who is this bitch <laughs> why are you so close to her yes that's funny i just had the idea that like oh that's what we can put up for a promotional photo but because it's i'm a literal map of where i am i was like let's, it's not, let's not do that. if you zoom in close enough you can see the actual houses there and that's what makes me uncomfortable i zoomed in far enough and i was able to tell because like i've been to their house before I was able to know what part of their house they were in because you can zoom in that well. And it's like a specific space. So it's not just you at a location. It's you like to the nearest like foot, I believe, or to the nearest yard. And I was like, hey, because I was like, oh, like, oh, what's going on in the living room? And they're like, how'd you know? And I was like, you can't be snap maps on. And they're like off ghost mode, gone. Nope. Don't do this. I haven't even remotely looked into it. No, I no one needs to know my location. You like need that. to look into it just to get ghost mode on. What is ghost mode? Ghost mode is where you don't share your location. So if your phone's already updating with Snapchat, mm-hmm. it turns it on automatically. So turn that shit off. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, after this, we're going to have to take a look. Um, I'm going to leave mine on. So sugar daddies, you know where to find me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So anyway, Miranda uh, is getting dropped because apparently veal is more important at Biggs than having dinner with your friend, which yep. I think yes. is bullshit. Confirmed. I think that's bullshit. I think Carrie's a piece of shit, so at this point I'm not yeah. surprised. I mean, yes, but also still pissed off. You don't leave your friends like that. 
at all. Especially not in that day and age when it's not easy. Literally the last episode, or two episodes ago, Carrie was avoiding all of her friends. The one with Stacey. Carrie was avoiding mm-hmm. all of her friends and leaving a literal art gallery for her friend that she was opening, Charlotte. Still garbage, yes. And went over to Bakes. Just yeah. to hang out. Which, I would ditch my friends for a piece of meat. I would not. If it was Veal. No, Veal's gross. You're gross. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> podcast canceled. <laughs> Due to Paige not liking veal, I'm gonna have to cancel this podcast. I feel so guilty eating it's, veal, but it's delicious. It's veal. It's delicious. So and I love cows. <laughs> cows are adorable, but they are delicious. You're not. I'm not gonna. Lie. I had a. I've never had veal though because I I worry that I would like it. That makes sense. I had a veal marsala. Mm. Oh god, it was gorgeous. Listen, chicken marsala, I will fuck it up anywhere at any given time. Mm. Veal marsala, delicious. I was like <laughs> licking this plate, like who am I? Uh, uh, this is so good. Uh, me crying. Uh, oh my god, it was delicious. All right, we have to stop putting this off because my favorite, favorite character is coming, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I really am. So, so Miranda gets super angry and hangs up. Hardcore with a flip phone. Before you can move on real quick, mm. I just have that one final line okay. where Carrie's like, yeah, I came over to Big. Sorry that I had to cancel plans. Like, I left you a message and Marina's like, well, that's really shitty. And then she says, you blew me off for a piece of politically incorrect meat. Yes. And it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, Miranda, you're a little sour. I get it. But also the line was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. They the the one-liners were on point this episode. They were. Sure. And at no point did they feel like, ugh. Like, mm-hmm. eye, eye rolling inducing, they were just like, shit, okay, people yeah. want it. People were feeling feisty. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to yeah, you. Yeah, super great. Oh my god, Steve! <laughs> I'm so excited. I love Steve so much. Steve is the only human, like, three dimensional, nice, honest, fantastic character in this entire series. He was really nice. I'm so excited about him. Because I, I, I forgot that this was when he came in. I, for some reason, thought he wasn't coming in for a while. And the page is like, oh, this is this is where Steve comes in. I was like, no, no, shut up. And, like, even if I hadn't known how much I love Steve to begin with, just seeing him in this episode where he's the right amount of pushy, the right amount of confident, the right mm-hmm. amount of, listen, I'm just trying to start a conversation because I think I like you. Mm-hmm. Like, talk to me. I was like, oh, my God, you're so fucking cute. So cute. And then he has this little accent, which I'm like, God, you're annoying. He has his little curls, his <laughs> yeah. little glasses. He's so cute. <laughs> I love him. Oh, I love him so much. Also, the fact that he, I like that he's shorter than Miranda. Mm-hmm. That brings me joy. I didn't know why he was going after Miranda, though. Me either. I'm not a fan of Miranda. This is its own myth. <laughs> That people are attracted to that, any of these girls. No, that Miranda, that Miranda would be able to attract an amazing guy like Steve. Oh, that's so sad because Miranda is the most level-headed. She is, but she's also a bitch. What? She treats him like garbage. Poor Steve, and he just keeps coming back for more and calling her out on her shit. And it's beautiful. And I just love that he, after like the morning after, they had sex. And she's just like, whatever, bye, good sex. And he's like, I want to ask you out on a date. And I would, I like, literally would have turned into a puddle right there. If that was me, I would have been like, you want to ask me on a date? Oh my God. Also, speaking of that sex night, Miranda needs a bigger bed because their feet were way over the end. And that made me really uncomfortable. 
And I didn't like that. And Why? That was, the, that was the only thing I could think of. Maybe I was were... like, they need a bigger bed. Because it would have been different if they didn't have, like, the the Foot metal board, whatever right. it's called. Yes. But, like, how uncomfortable must that be? You know, just having your feet, like, awkwardly raised up while doing that. She no. was gripping onto that fucking thing. Because she came twice. Like, it was important for us to know that but Steve bitch. made her orgasm twice. Yes. And she was clutching onto that motherfucking footboard with her feet. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's business. I feel like it was... that They were further down, though. I think it was literally just for visual effect. Because I feel like their heads were, like, a good foot below That's, the, like, four feet. That's well. We might, at this point, Paige yeah. and Challen we're are sitting we're, on Paige's we're, bed, we're and they're actually trying to measure Paige's bed to make sure like they both understand what's happening. Okay, and so mine's like, small. Mine. I'm. A, I have a queen. I'm pretty sure that she at least had a king. Yeah, that's pretty much where they uh-huh. were. Yeah, we're doing it. We're that's actually a lot of leg it work. Out. It's not a lot of and leg it, work because uh, you're resting it on the po- on the bar. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of leg work. <laughs> where are you going? Oh, I got my water. We lost. We lost him. Um, oh. Okay. So, um so yeah so anyway i just thought that like i literally in all caps my note is he wants to ask her on a date he is so cute he is cute and the fact Uh, that she keeps blowing him off because she's still on a rampage against men she just wanted like a good lay and he's like okay no but like actually like what's your phone number and then she's like i'm not gonna give it to you and then he's like okay well i would like to see you again so stop by the bar sometime stop by the bar come see me and then she's like yeah okay i'm not gonna do any of that right because she's a bitch a bitch but then later on she's by herself in her apartment steve comes back and she's like what are you doing here he's like i'm here to ask you on a fucking date since you didn't go visit me you bitch right and then um she was like no i have plans tonight can't can't do it tonight and he was like where where are you what are you doing and about, oh we're meeting big at denial because of course we are um and I was expecting that to be a metaphor, and I don't think it was. They carried about it. Carrie had a yeah. line about it. It was so they could um, make a joke about it. It was like, a, I might as well stay in denial or whatever. Since okay. I was already at denial, I figured I should stay there. there. Yeah. Ugh, Carrie. I missed it. <laughs> I hate Carrie. I hate her. But I love anyhow. Carrie. <laughs> Carrie's my favorite, and so is Samantha, and I don't care about Charlotte, and I don't like Miranda. They didn't give Charlotte to do anything, which they is why did. she was not annoying. Yeah. She just, like, showed up for brunch, and she was like, hey, guys. Tell yourself some Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to be invested in anyone's personal life. I just came here to eat. And, and then Big shit. later on was like, Charlotte's the brunette one. Mm-hmm. And that was all. You're yeah. like, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I have an intro- exactly a trait associated with her. Yeah. Carrie's so, the worst. So, um, yeah, Carrie goes over to Big's to pick him up to have dinner with the girls and, he's, and his boxers. And he's like, ah... I've been working all day and I'm kind of tired and she was then you know do you mind if I just skip it and she was like no it's fine and walks out okay and here's my question tell me quest me ask me I want I want to know from both of you I okay. really really do so are you ready to upset a lot of people yes okay okay <laughs> mostly me I feel like you're going to upset but it's okay I want to know the truth um is meeting the girl's friends too much like on a guy like does it does it feel like too much pressure that they put on you to like make a good impression and so you don't want to do it well you have to meet them eventually yes yes but is i mean you should never meet them in a group that's super tough right one just in this situation and nothing outside of it they're all fucking crazy sure and what from what big has heard Big knows that they're all fucking crazy. Especially if Carrie's like 
Yeah. One of them. Yeah. He knows that they're all ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he's dating the big top, so. Yes. <laughs> so, him as a person who doesn't like people, who is essentially just like, a, I just want to like... Hang. Hang out here at home. Mm-hmm. Just have a nice quiet space. Just you and me. That's what it's about. That's what I want a relationship about. Nobody else. No outside forces. And Carrie's like, no, let's go out there. Let's do all these things. To For a person like Big to go out and meet all four of the girls is incredibly tough. How long have they been dating, though? We fucking have no oh idea. God, this has been a common thing is, where yeah, we're like, what is the timeline? Yeah. It could be a couple of months. So they dated, allegedly, for a year before they broke up. We have no idea how long they were broke up before they Six got months, back I think. together. Six months? Six months? Or am I just getting that because it's the half of how long you were dating? It's the time it takes. Yeah. I think, that's I, think, I think they said it was six months that they were split up. But the minimum is about a few months then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's about time to, like, meet the friends. Definitely. I think it's time to meet them one-on-one, starting with Samantha. Yes. Followed by Charlotte. Even though Samantha technically hit on him first. True. But but she'd also, like, like, she'd be over it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, But But yeah, to meet all four of them would be really big, especially for Carrie to, like, spring it on him. Yeah. While she's on, while she's, like, fighting with Miranda on the phone. Why do you think that he just, like, wholeheartedly agreed to do it first, though? (laughs) I think you can have... Did, was he just caught off guard and he was just like, sure, whatever? You can have a relationship bipolar. You can be relation, okay. relationship bipolar. Got where it. if... You can be like in a normal spot or in a low spot, depending on what it is. And be like, no, this is what it's about. This is what it is. But if you're in a happy moment or a good moment, you just want to keep roll on that train. So you agree to things that maybe are not in your thing, are not in your sphere. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, you're like, no, I know it's outside of my sphere. I'm not just agreeing to agree. But and I, this is something that I would like to do for that person. So it's like improv syndrome. Yes, and. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're yes anding whatever's going on in the relationship. Whatever's happening in the relationship until you think about it and then you're like, ooh, no, but. No, no, <laughs> no, thank you. No, yeah. thank you. No, ma'am. I don't want to do this. This mm-hmm. actually is a lot of pressure. And Carrie doesn't really see that, which I hated it. I hated it because when Miranda's calling um, Carrie out on ditching her, she's like, so it's n- nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. You and Big are exactly the same thing. Everything is according to Big's terms. Yeah. And like, ish in the sense that Big is like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. I like you, but if you won't accept this, then it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do this. And Carrie's always wanted to change Big into what Carrie wants. Mm-hmm. And for the whole rest of their relationship, everything is what Carrie wants. Mm-hmm. There's no compromise there yeah. at any given point. So that was bullshit. So I'm like... Um, he's allowed to do things not according to Carrie's way. Mm-hmm. And it is different. He doesn't necessarily sing to her in Italian restaurants where they speak Spanish. In season one. In like Yeah, in season one when they were originally together, he took her to restaurants where you take women that you don't want to be seen with. You know, like... Gold it, and silver. <laughs> but it, but it, That's where you took me. Oh, oh sad. <laughs> First date. <laughs> you. Um, but no, it's like, it, it is, as soon as she said that, because she said that when she was um, with the girls, she was like, no, it's just different. It's a feeling. It feels different. And I was like, I see that. I do. It is different. And it's not necessarily anything that can be described like the second time around. And I don't know why I identified with it so much because I've literally never had a relationship that like happened again. So I don't know where I'm getting all of these feelings from. But I'm like, yeah, it's 
different. It's empathy. Yeah. You're feeling stupid empathy. empathy. I hate for the dumbest it. character. Shut up. <laughs> Everybody tells me I'm the Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because you're a writer and people don't know what the show is about. It's true. That's what I'm going with anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Big Flakes and. and before and we get there. Okay. Before we get there, because then we're going to move on to denial. Okay. And then we have to talk about the old man ass before that. Because Blech. it happened before. Okay, very Triggered again. Part two. <laughs> we saw two asses in the same episode. That's what triggers mm-hmm. that challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Samantha goes over to Ed's house for a nice little dinner. Oh my god, yes. Stop it. Let me enjoy this. Because this is everything that I would ever want. Okay, go ahead. And they're setting up dinner at this giant ass table. And obviously they're sitting across from each other. Because dramatic, comedic drama comedic irony comedic whatever comedic it's funny. Com- comedy for the comedy, comedy for the comedy <laughs> instead of doing it for the drama they did it for the comedy oh my god i love it i want to do everything for the comedy now i wonder if that was like their first date i probably mm-hmm. and then really um samantha unrolls her napkin and then she finds a fucking <laughs> diamond bracelet at the end of it right and i was like i'm so glad that's not me because i would have just like flung that shit out and <laughs> it across the room i am not graceful mm-hmm. i'm not beautiful and then he's like oh, well i wonder what's in mine he unrolls his and there's diamonds and like <laughs> you can say it's cheesy i think this is super fucking cute the like, fact that he's like playing his like little game while well, giving her stuff, but he's also just like we're doing this together. See, and this don't is, be a bitch. This is where I have to no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to explain something. This is where why don't you woman explain something to me? I'm going to woman explain this to you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this is where I feel like the difference in love languages comes up like excruciatingly mm-hmm. in the sense that like so my my zero love language like i don't like it i hate it is gift giving Mm -hmm. and so i would feel like you're buying me all of these diamonds and all of this stuff because you want to sleep with me you want me to do your chemistry homework like what whatever it is just you know high school trick <laughs> <laughs> um but like you want something for me and now i feel like you gave me something and so i owe something to you and i hate that feeling and mm-hmm. so maybe that's why when i watched that i was like no no give it back don't i don't touch it and obviously you had a different experience that makes sense i understand where you are coming from if this was a real relationship because this was not a real relationship, because I, like, it, I saw it as it was, like, a sugar daddy, sugar baby situation where he's like, I will give you stuff if you just, like, be my partner. I was like, hell yeah. That was cute. At least they're playing along. He's not just like, here's a fucking bracelet. like my dick. He's like, he's making it an enjoyable experience. He's being... He's being romantic. Yeah. Yeah. When he, when he knows that he didn't have to be. Yeah. Because he has money. That's fair. So I'm like, yeah. That's, yeah. I have friends who have sugar daddies who are like, no, they're just, they just give me money. But they're like, they don't care. They're just like, come around whenever I need you and then leave. Which also, like, I'm not against that either. <laughs> That's amazing. I would feel so bad just getting, like, thrown money at me. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad. I'd be like, thank you so much. Like, what do I owe you? Yeah, see, that I'm <sighs> the same way where I'm like, I don't like owing people stuff. And so that, like, that kind of thing bugged me. It was like, mm. Literally right before I came over here, I was watching this video about this like 20 year old kid and his sugar daddy who was like 50 and they were in like the bathtub together doing like a lipstick challenge because he's a youtube star whatever and then he just like 
hugged his sugar daddy, took like the stack of hundred dollar bills right behind his sugar daddy, and just like ran away. And it was beautiful. <laughs> Triggered. I was like, that's what I want. <laughs> Everything about. I feel bad. I feel so guilty, and I'd immediately come back and be like, I'm so sorry. Here, take this. I'll leave now. <laughs> but like, just that aesthetic, I love. I was there for it until you said YouTube star, and then I was like, I'm out. <laughs> no, but that YouTube was, that stars was mean, a... like YouTube star, you know? Right. Where he's like, like I have a... my own page. There's YouTube stars, and then there's gay YouTube stars. Uh, he was a gay YouTube. Star. Yep. And I'm like, that's I checked out. I canceled. No, that, unsubscribe. That video was a wild ride from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking like, of wild what? rides, I did it. Uh, we I did are... it. But, we already talked about our relationship buffet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Samantha and this older gentleman go into his bedroom. And then Samantha's like, all right, well, I'm, if I'm going to do this, like, please turn off the lights. I just can't do this. And then earlier she had, a, she had a quote that was, all cats look the same in the dark, which was beautiful. I want that tattooed on my body. <laughs> but she was like, listen, even if he's old, I don't give a fuck. We'll turn off the lights. And everything will be good. And everything was good. The, his lips didn't feel like an old man's. His touch didn't feel like an old man's. Mm-hmm. And he had Viagra. So he was ready to go. The only thing that was bad was that he had to go pee during it. And his pants were already off. Mm-hmm. And he had, like, this little flabby white people butt. <laughs> and, like, listen. I'm a butt person. But I would forgive it. <laughs> she was literally in this. It was. She, hold on. I need to describe the scene. She was sitting in bed in this beautiful little slip. Her, she has her diamond earrings that matches her diamond bracelet that matches her diamond necklace. They're in the dark, but there's one like light source coming in, and it's making everything just like shine beautifully. Mm. And it was great. Hats off to the lighting people for that aesthetic. Hell yeah, I'll play with that little flabby butt. What do you want? It's fine. I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> to be fair, though, that was the most photogenic old butt I think I've ever seen. Trip. I've seen younger butts that look way more trashy than that. So good for that old man for good having for a good-looking flappy butt. Boo on Samantha, who sees that old person. <laughs> and then she's like, no, I'm she out. Dog. No, thank you. No, ma'am. She grabs as much of her stuff that she has in the bedroom and starts leaving. And there's this maid who has been judging her from the beginning, <laughs> who yes. is holding out her purse and her jacket, knowing that Samantha would not go through with it. And Samantha's mm-hmm. like, bye, I'm out. Oh my god, that maid needs an Emmy. That maid needs her own spin-off series, mm-hmm. where she, For like, sure. this guy just brings people home, and then she's like... I'm just glad yeah. that Samantha took the diamonds. Me too. <laughs> like, I'm glad she didn't leave them. I want the maid to be played by Glenn Close. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. I want the old guy to be played by. Oh, what's his name? Frazier. Garner. <laughs> Garner. 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 James, James Garner. Garner. <laughs> I'm in. Perfect. Samantha leaves. Now it's the next day. Now we're at denial. Mm-hmm. Page continues. Okay. So, yeah, we're at denial. Um, Carrie's in denial lying to the girls about uh, Big Coming. You started it, you looked at me. Um You looked at me. You looked at me. <laughs> Triggered. Uh, Part three. So <laughs> More so, assholes. Yeah, so ba- yeah, basically she's just sitting around being like, um, yeah, he's not coming. Um, and Miranda is being an absolute cunt bag to Steve. <laughs> Um, and just freaking awful. Like she is, she's so mean to Steve that I literally, like, I think I out loud was like, Jesus fucking Christ, Miranda. 
<laughs> because it's so sad because it's Steve. He's so sweet and like to knock it off. And he basically calls her out at the bar, which I fucking love. He's like, so um, let me ask you a question. Like, why do you hate all men? Because clearly this isn't just about me. And I'm like, oh, drag. Well, it's a good thing that there's a one and a half seasons of the show that you could watch to catch up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just listen to the podcast. I do. <laughs> you still don't know. You still are like, who's who? <laughs> I like listening to like the stories. <laughs> not the, not that. You know, wow. most of the people say that. I think that's just because we don't do a good job of recapping the episodes. No, like, you guys do you a great it's job. Fucking garbage. It's true. I'm you guys do a great job. I like it. <laughs> Um, but Big magically shows up. He and did. not only does he magically show up, he magically shows up in slow-mo. He which is disgusting. Does. The oh. hair flip You with thought Carrie the was jazz great. was bad. Mm-hmm. This slow-mo of Mr. Big descending down the stairs and then Carrie just turning to look over him. Did a total Her hair like, just like fans oh. out entirely. Then she's yes. just cheesing like a fucking small child. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. She, yeah, the smile was gross. It was a lot. The smile it was... It was a lot. She, yeah. not anything against her, she has a long face. <laughs> and that fucking smile took up 76% of that fucking face because she was grinning so hard. Was it just me or did the scene get really pixelated when it slowed down too? Probably. It was really it was nasty. It the 90s. <laughs> I mean. That reminded me of like a scene from Queer as Folk if you guys ever watched that. Nope. Uh, but they just speed it up and it gets really pixelated again. It's really great. Oh, oh God. Cinematography has come a long way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has. It's a good thing the lighting guy is still holding it down though. That, want- scene, <laughs> that scene in Queer as Folk freaked me out because it was the same thing in like the Saw movies. Yeah. Where like the games with the traps and then it speeds up. It was the same thing, but they would do that in Queer as Folk during the sex scenes. So it always like <laughs> gave me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> they just cut out frames. So instead of moving more fluid, it just jumps ahead. It just jumps, yeah. They also did that in Scream to not get an NC-17 rating. When Drew Barrymore's character is found hanging from a tree. By her intestines. Yeah. That was a good scene. (laughs) It's a good everything. I love it so much. Bringing it back to Sex and the City. (laughs) Can we not? Um, So, big showing up. Shakes Miranda's foundation to the core. I hate you. (laughs) And she goes after Steve in the rain. In the rain, which is something that they were making fun of earlier that does not happen. It's not a real thing. It happened to me. And then Miranda goes after Steve in the rain, and they're like, let's do this. I, maybe Only, I can yeah. believe that you're a good person. And yeah. then they're cute. Only they made up, and I broke up. So Hell they, yeah. they went in a better direction. Is it better? It's, mm, yes. I mean, it's Steve, so yes. It's Steve. <laughs> she wins. Yeah, like, st- literally, like, I know I'm not good enough for Steve, but I'd go after that shit, too. I'd be like, I'm trying anyway. Let's go. Let's Gorgeous. do it. I forgot how this episode ends after that. That, just that. That was just, it. Just, that was it? Just yeah. beautiful Steve. I really like that ending, though. Because I remember right at that, I wrote a note, and I was like, Miranda's one night can make it, but Big can't. And then that's right when the slow-mo happened. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, he did. But, like, eh. Yeah. And Steve's still better anyway. Yeah. So um, much better. Steve, Hello, I'm much so, better. like, I feel like I'm going to be way more invested in recapping now that Steve's Now that Steve's here, like, <laughs> so I'm like this Steve! is a Steve fan show. I'm like, Steve, he's so cute. <laughs> Because he's the, like he literally never does anything wrong. Uh, next next like like next episode he's probably gonna do something atrocious that I forgot. Also, about. when we get to the film, 
we have to talk about what okay. he does wrong. But that's why I'm so excited to get to it because I'm also going to be like, yes, that was bad. But, but also, what he says makes a point. Fuck uh-huh. Miranda. I get it. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So that's the end of the episode. Cute. Before we go, though, <laughs> I had a question about knowing your friends, knowing your significant other's friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How close should you be friends? That's a definite, like, hard line to walk. Because I feel. Well, I, I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Like, question. how close should you be with your por- partner's friends? So, like, should you hang out with them all the time? Should they right. just be, like, acquaintances where you hang out with them when you're with your partner? Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm more of a... My friends are my friends. Mm-hmm. But, like, we'll all hang out with, like, my partner. Mm-hmm. But then I know, like, with some... I was watching Broad City the other day, and one of the characters made a joke about, like, Oh yeah, I'm hanging out with Abby because she's best friends with my girlfriend and like I got to hang out with her one-on-one to like impress the girlfriend. And so like mm-hmm. they were best friends or well they were hanging out without the partner. The middleman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it just depends on the actual comfort level. Yeah. Cuz I know some people who I'm like, "Ooh, I would not hang out with your friends." Mm-hmm. If you weren't there, but there are some people who's like, "Your friends are fucking cooler than you are." hell yeah, I'm going to hang out with them. And then, like, that's actually happened with several relationships. So a lot of people that I'm close to now have been because they, like, there was a middleman and then we just cut out the middleman because we're like, anyways, thank you for this introduction. Back mm. to us. But specifically in a relationship, I think it can be... Su- oh, I have my lower back got stuck to this leather chair. Ooh, no. I'm peeling. Oh. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Okay. Saw seven, Chester, who? Ooh, that was cute. Um, in a relationship, I think it just kind of depends on the comfort levels of both people because mm-hmm. I know with some people like partner A would be like oh I'm going to hang out with partner B's friends outside of that just so I can get some points but partner B would be like um what the fuck are you doing hanging out with my friends without me that's me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah I me. feel like there's a really delicate line to walk because you need to be friendly with their friends but you can't be too friendly with their friends mm-hmm. um like I we we have a mutual friend and she just got engaged and i like i sincerely like her her fiance in fact we kind of had a falling out recently and i was talking to him more than i was talking to her but i was literally only talking to him about like gotham God, I was just like no like seriously like this is the only time in my life where i'll be like yes mansplain it to me is was comic book movies tv shows that kind of thing because i'm like i don't know like the russian guy I'm just, <laughs> you know like i have no idea what that dude's name was and i'm sure that he was a like comic book he was whatever he was, he was for the film <laughs> but anyways it like i i, I would continue continuously like just message him every once in a while and be like so who's this guy on gotham who's he gonna be What's happening? Who's he supposed to... He's dead, but they gave him another name. Like, is he going to come back? Like, I mean... <laughs> is that just, Cameron Monaghan? Huh? The redhead? No. Oh. No, it's somebody else. I never watched that. I'm it's not going to watch so, that ever. Gotham mm. is so good right no. now. It's so, so good. People tell See, that's... Me. Yeah, but I can't get through the first season. I've tried so hard, and I'm like, really? I don't care. Ben McKenzie, I've never liked his lead. I <gasps> like him as a person. The OC? He was awful! Ryan and Marissa were the worst parts about that show. Everybody knows that it was about Seth. Okay, fair. And Summer. 
But he was And also pretty... Julie Cooper, Nicole Cooper, Roberts. Yes. <laughs> what did you say? Julie Cooper, Nicole Cooper, Roberts. Say that again really quickly. Julie Cooper, Nicole Cooper, Roberts. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like gibberish. Right. I love it. She got she married that gibberish. many times she kept all of the last names. Yeah. She's, and I loved it. She's and she was about that so. And it was also about Sandy. And it's about mm-hmm. his wife. Yes. K- Kristen? Kirsten? Kirsten. Kirsten. Yeah. That's who the show was about. And time was Fair. about Ryan, who was like, oh, from the wrong side of the chair. He was blah, so blah, blah. pretty, though. <sighs> we got fine. so off topic. Yeah. It, no, it's still on topic. <laughs> it's still on topic because it's still about relationships. <laughs> yes. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> Ryan never hung out with Summer, but Seth would hang out with Marissa. True. So, bringing it back. Look at that. But um, to back to that, I just think it's definitely interesting. And for me, in my relationships, I never like, oh, you have to be friends with my friends. Be polite to them if we're ever around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are some times where I'm like, oh, this it would be easier to go to this event together, to do this thing together. Just so one, I don't have to do it twice. And that's the time <laughs> for me, bitch. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, like if you're interested in this and they're interested in this, obviously, like let's meet up and do this thing together. You don't have to be friends. You don't have to pretend to be friends. Just be polite to each other. And that goes both ways. Mm-hmm. For the person I'm dating to be polite to my friends and for my friends to be polite to the person I'm dating. Because mm-hmm. I know with your friends, I'm friends with your friends. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think we've ever like just hung out. Unless mm-hmm. it was like with you. Yeah. Except mm-hmm. for that one time when I really liked playing Magic. And your friend really liked playing magic too, and you don't like playing magic. And I was like, I like playing magic. I just I'm don't like magic. being a part of that. <laughs> it's intense. But see, but then it worked because then you found something you guys could yeah. do, and then you guys had a fun time with it. And I'm like, that's awesome. That was fun. Go do that. One of my friends, one of my close, actually, they're both kind of my close friends now. Um, one of them was visiting from out of town, and she was like, come out, come out, have a great time with us. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm tired. I'm not going to do this. And then she ran into another one of my friends who I had to introduce them. And she's like, see, we're both here. We're having a great time. Come join us. And I was like, what for? Now you guys have each other. You both always want me to go out. You guys can hang out together. It's fine. I don't need to be a part of it. Oh I'm gosh. super, I feel fine in certain circles being excluded from things. Because I'm like, I, if it's something I don't want to do, I'm like, have at thee. I think so, it also depends on the friends. Yeah. It like with my best friend, if she's hanging out with like my significant other very frequently without me I'd be like oh that's my best friend <laughs> I can't be friends you both have to adore me mm. separately yeah yeah I'm there for it <laughs> I need to have that like separate distinction so then I can like shit talk each other mm-hmm. both of them yes with the other person mm-hmm. oh see I think that's where we're different because I would be like yeah ha- hang out have fun good luck nah. my best friend is tough I love her but she has got opinions <laughs> she's not afraid to tell you these opinions and also, she does not need to talk shit behind anybody's back. She'll talk shit about me <laughs> to the person I'm dating, and she'll also talk shit to the person or about the person I'm dating to me mm-hmm. at that time. She's real. She's real. Yeah. See, I um, I'm yeah, I'm really bad about getting people to to hang out. So there was one night where I was at the bar that was down the street from literally down the street uh, from you my downtown though. That's any bar. Well, no, this was years ago. Oh. Um, this, this was before my, my high-rise city living. Um, so I was, yeah, I was at work, and then we went and we had a drink, and my friend I knew was getting off of work at the same time, and I was like, come down to the bar! And she's like, no, I really, I don't want to. And so we checked her in on Swarm, which is like, so Foursquare. Oh. Um, so it's like a location-based app. 
um, where it's basically like checking in on Facebook now. Okay. But back in the day, that's what we used is Foursquare. Back in the day. Back in the day, four years ago. Um, and so we checked her in on the app and she was like, shit, now I need to go. Why? Because, because you didn't get points for doing it unless you were within a certain range for the location. And so she literally, like, they would have taken away points from, like, her whole system. Because you got enough points and you were, like, the mayor of that place if you, like, visited it more times than anyone else. That's super sick. That's super cool. Why don't we still have that? We do. I don't want to go still, anywhere. It's literally, <laughs> Why is it not relevant? That's it, the real question. Right. That's fair. Yeah, literally. Since you're such a trendsetter, bring it back. Yeah, yeah bring back Am I a trendsetter, though? You can be if you start. If you become the mayor. <laughs> yeah. If I become the you mayor. If you become the mayor. There's... One of my friends literally was the mayor of the um, of the Outback Steakhouse that we like lived down the street from, and it would legitimately like one time like I went and like we actually went out to dinner there and it popped up and it's like hey so and so has been here 185 times and you've been here 14 are you gonna let that stand and I'm like yeah kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't like this app anymore <laughs> because it's just gonna tell me like oh you visited Sonic for like the 250th time th- yeah. this month congrats yeah. and I would have to stop going don't be a garbage person <laughs> I like my onion rings okay <laughs> it's five minutes away from my house is it open I'm kind of hungry yeah it is it's always open all right, well, let's wrap this up so that you can get some food. <laughs> Real quick, I do want to give a shout out to all of the cool people that I'm meeting on Tinder. We started the Tinder so that we could promote the show and get a couple more like stories in. Mm-hmm. And so far, people are being really receptive. People are super into it. Mm-hmm. There's one girl who listens to our podcast who Cute. also listens to a couple of the podcasts that I'm into. And I'm like, fuck yeah, you know what's up. So nice. shout out to her. And there's also someone who listens to our podcast who listened to it before I made friends with them on Tinder. Shut up. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. And they're like, oh, that's so amazing to meet meet them. And a shout out to you, Challenge, because I have friends who are on Tinder who saw me on Tinder and didn't, like, realize what was happening. And they were messaging me, and they're like, is everything okay? Aww. What happened? Is Challenge, what, like, what's going on? And I was like, Did oh, like, die? <laughs> everything's fine. We're, like, I'm doing it for this, not to, like, be in a relationship or to hook up with people. And they're like, oh, good. My friends Don't. haven't told me anything. Those are some bad friends. You should they're either fake or they're just like really nice because they don't want to hurt my feelings. Fake. Fake. I'm gonna go with really nice. Fake. Your real friends would not be afraid of hurting yeah. your feelings. They'd be like, drop that motherfucker. If I quick. listen, Chalon, if I saw you on <coughs> Tinder, I would I'd be screenshotting it and sending it to Joe in a hot second. I'd be like, the fuck is this? <laughs> the fuck is this? Immediately. I missed Christopher Daniels. I love you, Christopher. I'm gonna text him tomorrow. <gasps> Do it. I'm gonna hang out with him on Saturday. Ah, uh, jealous. As you should be. Anyways. <laughs> We're going to go shopping for <laughs> theater stuff. Not, no longer jealous. <laughs> um, so, yes. Yeah, so, anyway, this is our episode. Uh, if you liked us, uh, please rate us on iTunes. iTunes. Um, you can listen to us on Omni. You can email us at I couldn't help but podcast at <gasps> gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Swear on Chanel. And if you find me on Tinder, don't be afraid to say hello. Please say hi. Please say hi. Please say hi. You'll notice me. I'm the giant icon that's kissing a penis. Beautiful. <gasps> that's a great photo. That's a fantastic photo. <laughs> oh, that's such a good photo. Of you. I have that photo and the photo of me and Ka- with Katya from RuPaul's mm-hmm. Drag Race. Cute. And immediately all the homosexuals are like, bitch. Huh. And I'm like, mm. 
Mm. We did it. <laughs> Yikes. I got it. <laughs> I love it. Um, challenge, is there anything that you want to plug? Anything you're doing? Anything you're stage managing, maybe? Yeah, I am stage managing A Wrinkle in Time at Reno Little Theater. Yay. So come see that. We're still doing auditions, so it's a little bit out. But I think it's in October. Ooh. Are you, are you yep. doing so auditions from... See that. When are auditions being held? Auditions are this Friday oh, from no, no, 6 to 9. Yep. So last Friday from 6 to 9 when you hear this. So when you hear this, travel back in time, go audition for A Wrinkle in Time. You can be DW. Isn't it about like time too? Yeah, it's totally about time travel. Yeah. Boom, that's how you get the role. You're like, I literally time traveled to get here. Right. Cast me. Mm -hmm. Like, I auditioned last Thursday. So see all your time That is something Daniel Day Lewis would have done to stay in character. He's like, I'm going to go back in time. Sure. Oh, but he retired, so never mind. He can't do it. He's the loser. Retiring. Oh, how dare you? He's a, he's doing it for the attention. Probably, and he's gonna come back in fifteen years to play an old man. But you know he's gonna fucking kill it. Yeah, he's not share. Knock it off. He can't have farewell tours. <laughs> First of all, do not come for share on her seventeenth farewell tour. <laughs> Listen, I worked her seventeenth farewell tour. Okay, mm, bitch. We know you did. <laughs> no, I mean like I literally worked at the Coliseum. I said what I said. Okay. Um, so anyway, sorry. That's our show. <laughs> That's gonna, our show, everybody. Thank you totally, so much for listening. Goodbye, part three. Yes. Good. <laughs> goodbye, part three. And remember, always, always wear, wear a condom. condom. Bye. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Paige, get your shit together. People are going to disown us. It's oh, no. true. Always bye forever. Bye. Sorry, Paige bye. fucked up. Paige fucked up. I want everyone to know Paige fucked up. Yeah, that was me. Bye. Bye.